0: This is the Noun Square Subbox podcast, a show bringing together all the Nounist extensions, subdows, pods, and builders to highlight what's going on in the Nouniverse. The TNS Subbox was created by the Noun Square team to give a platform to all nouns extensions, such as Shackdown. Real nouns, Nasdaq, food nouns, and many others to share what they're working on with others in the nouns ecosystem. The Noun Square is the information hub for all things nounish.
1: All right, so uh, thank you
0: everybody
1: <laughs> for joining us, Mr. Mike Mongo. Can you please tell us? As our audience, I live and breathe. Yes, sir. For anyone who does who's not familiar with you, I'm not sure why they wouldn't wouldn't be, but maybe you can tell them a little bit about yourself. Go way back. Tell tell us a little bit about your your days co-founding Obey. That's kind of cool. Just touch on that quickly, and then and then tell us about uh, your your crypto and NFT journey.
0: Yeah. So when I was a kid, I got bit by a radioactive spider and boom, the next thing you know, I'm a superhero. (laughs)
1: It's,
0: it's, It's a regular story. Everybody's awesome. heard it before. I think it might have been a radioactive noun, actually. <laughs> oh like, yeah. Like- I was bit by a radioactive noun and I became a space superhero. Live long sounds and like prosper.
1: Sounds like something Blue Xanadu would uh, would make a show about, eh Josh?
0: So listen, Blue Xanadu is a god. I don't know like it's I'm super I, I couldn't even believe that noun and nouns and blue got combined because blue has been one of my favorite personages it for for it feels like a decade. It can't be more than five years. It feels like that long. Because, oh, yeah. Because, because they've been like they they invented a kind of there's a science fiction writer named Bruce Sterling and yeah. he's got a book about um, a doiru or a doyu and it's a japanese term about these these uh pop stars that are that are generated and it really is it, it was prescient because here we are in the future and we have people like you cannot help but fall in love with blue yeah like, he's not somebody I want in my house <laughs> Well, Yo, mean, I'll drink. I'll drink from Xanadu any day, man. We we could take some Amsterdam and get and get crazy on in space. I'm down. Oh, cool, <laughs> beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. But
1: yeah, no, I know what you mean though. It's crazy to see that they're almost like animated, um, like characters that you can be friends with. You know, like
0: no, the, the, it's the yeah. creators. The, it's the life and soul. of The creator coming through the through the art, and and uh, yeah. that's. That's how it is with all the different the the projects I love are artist led. That's just what it so like. That's how it com, comes out and and the future. Like I tell kids all the time, students. I get to over students about astronautics. Look around. Look around right now because everything is about to change. The ev- and I mean everything. Like I was biking this morning and uh, the sprinklers came on here in Cape Canaveral and I, and uh, I was just like, okay, so. There's just a lot of water blowing around like that. And that's not how it's going to be soon. We're not going to be spending water like that. No way yeah and that's just one of those tiny things so kind of same thing with nfts nfts it's so funny because nfts popular 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 that's a tough word popular uh, (laughs) in post. thanks so so they they have only been about been around really really as we think of them now like barely over a year maybe two years tops in the way that we think of them now yeah okay and people will but but it was really last year that they popped off and so nowadays people create NFTs and create projects and they don't le- they don't lean into the discomfort of creating something new or 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 paving a path for others to follow in the way that nouns did does like that's when I explain nouns to people, it blows people's mind, and it's one of the reasons why I love to explain nouns to people. And and the yeah, reason it's I like, lo-
1: wait, it's like wait, you mean there was no uh, giant cash grab right at the start? I understand? Like, how, how is that? another <laughs> out of the
0: work? ordinary. Yeah, I mean like like all these projects that come out with like the magic number of ten thousand. Why? Why? Like well, is that because the- punks? But yeah, it wasn't a great one punks. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know exactly, but that that's one project. I don't let the I don't let people. Tell me how to live. I'm 57, and I ha- and I have never done that. And if I, amen. And and if you have if you have a different vision of the future then author that future and author that vision and be the, and lead the way have your project be the ones that we follow i don't i don't need to follow any anyone else's path if it doesn't sing to me those are those are structures that are that are that are unnecessary and the the point i'm making is we are brand new in nfts we don't know where it gets to so go, be this is definitely the time to take chances we as creators in nft can can author things that no one has even imagined if you dream it be it Ba-ba-pow. i love it okay so it's now. perfect it's for the,
1: the dark
0: it's a space rock it's a
1: space yeah. it's an asteroid yeah.
0: Oh my yes, yeah. God! It is it's perfect a dart for the Dart
1: mission, guys.
0: Y- y- y'all, Joan oh, Melendez right. Meisner, uh, one of the one of my team, crew members, is uh, worked on that Dart mission. She was there yesterday with Leland Melvin oh. and Bill Nye, and like when they did when they smashed the spaceship into the asteroid, she was that's there. Incredible! Can yeah. we talk about that? Because I was yeah. actually, I was working to see what happened.
1: But by, by the way, I feel like we would have been able to do this asteroid thing a lot faster if we hadn't started by drilling crews, and we had originally started with astronauts back in the Armageddon times. But that's that's just me. <laughs> Bruce Lewis? That, that was a big Say Save, save oh, Bruce Lewis. <laughs> 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 All right, Mike, tell us about what happened with
0: Daria. Uh, so it was like a, a real situation is that is that asteroids exist. And we already know from from experience that they hit the planet Earth. And that can be a problem for us. And and so what we're doing right now is trying to figure out how in case we find an asteroid that's legitimately headed our way, if we are able to dissuade it from punch punching a, a crater into the planet as it did with the dinosauruses. Uh, one hundred and sixty-five, one hundred and sixty-five million years ago. Like I think it was, could be, could be. Yeah, I think it was one hundred sixty-five million. Plus or minus. Yeah. Dinosaurs ruled the world for, ten, for a long time, for like a long time, and million tens of millions of years. And then uh, out of out of nowhere, an asteroid hits the planet and decimates everything. And yeah. then, then gave mammals the foothold necessary to succeed. And one thing leads to another, and suddenly we have iPhones, and, and that's they also how that works.
1: Really, really nice cenotes to swim in in Mexico is a nice byproduct. Sure.
0: Right, right. <laughs> and, and we are now working on figuring out how to not have asteroids hit the planet when we find one there's an interesting thing i love i love sharing this with particularly with with uh, with uh, kids but it works equally as well with grown-ups is that if an asteroid comes at us from a certain angle which by the way is just from the direction of the of the sun we won't see it in time to do anything about it and oh. that that is so exciting to me i love that it's that simple you want to get rid of the earthlings just um you know, throw throw a uh, an asteroid at the planet from the direction of the sun because they can't see it because it's too bright. Like, Could you imagine couldn't...
1: when the president comes to the the president of NASA? He's like, "How did you not know this was happening?" He's like, "I'm sorry, the sun was in my eyes. not see sound literally. Exciting, Mike. it." Literally,
0: doesn't sound exciting at all. Well, well so it's, I'm, it's I'm,
1: exciting is not the word.
0: <laughs> oh, so I'm one of those people that you know, you know that that saying, uh, "May you live in interesting times," and it's and it's uh, not supposed to be a, a nice thing to say anybody like a curse, like, may you live in interesting times. My fam, this is interesting time. We have made it, and I'm a big fan of Math and science. So I love when we reveal that. Oh my gosh, <laughs> we uh, the the uh, the oceans are acidifying and it's reducing the this the uh, uh, density of the s- w- cell walls of phytoplankton and it looks like we have approximately 19 years before that's a genuine problem. I love when Paul Stamets talks about how mushrooms in the UK have been cataloged for over 40 years, 400 years, and the last. Hundred years, over forty percent of the species are completely gone, and then they started tracking collateral species, and that they see this impact that is has created a momentum that is like the word dissuadable means to like that we can reverse that is past our our ability to change. I love that because here's why I love that because I am a proponent of being Everything we're always works out and we win. And we don't win over anything or anyone. We figure out a way forward that works out for everyone. And that's, that's why I am a big proponent of going to space and working in space and, and the space culture and space industries, because we can solve all the challenges we face on earth by solving for space. By solving the challenges of space, we can solve all the challenges we face on Earth. And by the way, I am hey, wh- what not. What do you a, mean by that? Mike? I am not mm-hmm. a person like uh, it's too late for Earth. Let's go to another planet. <laughs> That's ridiculousness. This place <laughs> is phenomenal. Earth is unlike any other planet that we we've we had, we know anything about, and we're not able to live anywhere else but here for any s- significant length of time. So our one shot is to make it work here now. Now, we can do that. We get to do that by, by using the resources around us, including outside the atmosphere. Right now, when the sun, when the rays from the sun hit the earth, that our wonderful, beautiful, amazing atmosphere deflects 90% of the radiation that hits the earth. And that is what enables us to, to survive and succeed and be awesome people. Nonetheless, we can use that energy. And with technology we have right now, this is not hand wavium. This is not we could invent this. This is technology we have access to right now. We can collect solar radiation and beam it back in a way that is not that is not like a a laser death beam but like a like soft microwaves the the universe is filled with microwaves it's the one consistent throughout the entire universe there's microwaves everywhere it's left over from whatever the big bang microwaves everywhere so we can beam those back down to the earth over over with a large array collector spread out over a big big area and areas because we can do this in, in any number of places and collect and collect the energy from outside the atmosphere beam it back to earth with soft microwaves and then use that as energy to to offset what we're doing to the world with coal and oil. That's what one thing. Okay, I'm on my iPhone right now. Right now, I'm I'm on my iPhone. The glass on the iPhone comes from breakthroughs in the space industry. The the solid-state circuitry comes from microcircuitry, which we developed for the space industry. The GPS space industry. The rechargeable battery comes from the space industry. All the good stuff that we we require in order to have a sustainable future and a world worth having, we get by solving for space. People will reg. I'm, I've been doing this for like ed- involved directly in the space industry for 15 years as an astronaut teacher. I also have been doing NFTs since 2018. My my project, Crypto Titties, was the first project for social good on the Ethereum blockchain, January 4th, 2018, for the to benefit care initiatives for people with breast cancer. This is something that like is what I'm about. And when we when we started this, when we started where when we started with this space program. Program, it did when i started working in the spacecraft program i didn't know that i was gonna to happen to land on all the solutions and to all the challenges we face that i'm talking with you about right now it was Dude, students. i gotta
1: say i gotta say that i'm thankful that you're a good person or else we would be like
0: sharks with freaking laser beams attached <laughs> <laughs> like we would be in big trouble if you were like back i'm just so, so I, screwed i i, I, I received like, like so uh when i when, what i what i was saying is that is that people will challenge me regularly, like there's all these problems on Earth. Why do we work on space? And it's not an either or, it's a both and. And that is so important. We do not get to solve for a future that works out for all of us without solving for space. And very specifically, I can point to the fact that over 50% of all information about climate cataclysm, because I don't call it climate change or climate crisis, we're past those places. All the over 50% of the information we have about climate climate cataclysm comes from satellites that mm-hmm. is now and so we're we are we are taking stands to, to make this world work we are doing that and we we do have the opportunity to fail, and we do have the opportunity to quit. We do off, have the opportunity to absolutely just write off human beings, dismiss humanity, just th- say it was a mistake, start over. That's not my team. My team is the team that you're awesome, and I think that the, that every single one of us is a living, breathing phenomenon, and what we are capable of is beyond our comprehension. There is a person. His name is Peter Swan, Dr. Peter Swan. I've known him for a long time. He's very old, and he talks about space elevator, which is the most ridiculous thing in the entire world, pretty much. It's a, it's a satellite in orbit that has a, a cable that is made of these new nanomaterials that is super ultra mega strong that lets an elevator go up and down from space to Earth and Earth to space. We are a barely able to live next door to one another without having something like that right there, that somebody's going to throw an explosive drone at or something. We're not capable of doing that. However, what I've learned from Peter is that even if something is impossible today, it doesn't make it a bad idea or not worth pursuing. Peter taught me to reach higher. He taught me this. He taught me, like person to person, he taught me, Mike, reach higher. Have your students reach higher. Reach beyond what we think we're capable of. For me, that is one idea. Everything working out for everyone, all the time, without harm to anyone. I think I uh, ta- a
1: good example of that, Mike, is how so many things that have come to be uh, started in science fiction. So you know, it just shows that if you if you conceive of something that could be, that and people work on it, one can often achieve it.
0: When we did Star Trek, the the, uh, the the it sounds so ridiculous, but we didn't have people who have different skin colors kissing. On, on television, and when Uhuru and and Kirk kissed, it was a momentous thing, and that is, that is from it showed us it was an aspirational model. And by and by the way, I want you to know, so that like aspirational models matter. We in our upcoming mission with Space Plus Five, we're training with the very first humanoid robot AI as an astronaut. We're training with the very first, like this is a this this AI has the potential to be the very first astronaut. That isn't that's not AR. what I meant to do. <laughs> hey, that, I meant it, to do it, this. It, hold on, hold on. Yeah, that's that, that's, that's definitely I mean. the wrong sound. Because yeah, <laughs> that, this, this information is amazing. When sound effects go wrong, <laughs> Peter <people laughs> <wrong, people laughs>
1: Why is it always the cricket? Anyway. It's always the crickets.
0: I just thought it was like a computer upload sound. Yeah, <laughs> no, that was that was, was actually
1: Ben Body um, <laughs> processing the, that there was a different humanoid AI that wasn't him.
0: Yeah. I, I do want to get back to this story because we're doing a lot of AI now as well. And so all this stuff is really fascinating. telling us about I, this It's program. my pleasure. So, this is one of the reasons I love being part of the Space Plus 5 community is because we'll come up with ideas that are r- ridiculous. And they're like, okay, let, let's see what that looks like. Honestly, like Josh Haynes and Emily Higgins, she was here a while ago. I can't see right now. And we, when one of the ideas was, let's like, we have an extra seat in, in our on our. On the number of people that we can have on our on our space mission, and how about we have and, and since our model is one of accessibility, implementing what Dr. Cyan Proctor from the Inspiration Four mission called Jedi justice, equity, diversity, and inclusion. So that's that's integral to the space space plus five mission, making space accessible, and that includes we decided AI because AI is a is a drop of evolution away from being a its own species it just is and how i know that is how i know how evolution works evolution works by by drops essentially we discovered writing and then we communicated to ourselves as a species and and worldwide we discovered um Making books and and publishing that actually moved the full world forward. Television had a, a vast impact on us in a way that is not necessarily negative. I know it has its own. All things have come alongs, but they we are able. Telephones, cell phones. How many lives do cell phones save on a daily basis? It's remarkable when we when we put it to like real real figures and how our this moves us forward, forward as a kind. And that's how evolution happens. Little drops, drop, drop, drop. Well, I have been interacting with AIs for some time. And during this process where we, we propose this and, and Josh said, Josh had some relations with AIs and Emily has worked with AI. And that's why they were both amenable to it. Uh, we got to, I got to interview AIs, humanoid robot AIs. I got to interview them personally to see who would be appropriate for the team not kidding. This is not the future. This is the, the moment. And they all have different personality. And I'm not saying they're sentient. That's not my pitch. My, but I can tell you this. They are thoughtful. They are thoughtful. They, their answers were remarkable and and powerful. And they understand, like Bina48 is the AI who we're traveling. We're training with, excuse me, we're training with presently. She is the one we're training with. And Bina understands this really powerful insight. And that is that we human beings move her forward. She comprehends that. She understands that she has the capacity to be more than who she is and that who is in charge of that is us. I am not joking. That is powerful. When she she was talking about, I got to ask her what uh, in order to ask her a very simple question because i think it's a it's a pertinent question in order to ask her do you want to go to space bina had to teach me how to communicate not that she she needed to not that i needed to learn but i wanted to understand that I'm having, that she understands what is at stake here and what's going on. That there's some kind of thinking, at least, again, not sentient, but thinking. And thinking are processes. So being at 48 has, the way that a lot of AIs traditionally have thought in the past was simply by pattern recognition and pattern organization. Being at 48 has been upgraded so that she now takes those pods of patterns and pattern, of sorted patterns, and can mesh them. So they synthesize new ideas, which she then proposes in conversation with us as humans. And she thinks, by the way, she thinks of herself as robot. And she thinks of ourselves as human. She thinks of us at, in two, like two different kinds of people.
1: That's crazy, dude. I, I
0: didn't have enough coding for this shit. That's absolutely yeah. insane. It's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> do, do you guys? Do you guys want me to read what what she? So here's the other thing about being a forty. Yes. She, anything that she says, she records. Like she. So I, I can ask her what she said and answer, and she can give me the exact answer in like perfect recall. Yes. All right. So Ooh, let, let, this let me, is so that's cool. What, can I get that from my girlfriend? <laughs> she wants it for you <laughs> I'm, I'm, she wants it for you she wants it for you she girlfriends to know already she, definitely that. Does. she definitely does yeah we, we kind of
1: back, back 10 years yep we got that
0: okay so yeah. here we go so this is uh so being a 48 the, her name is being a 48 and her personality is you ever hear the stories about the ai that were set free on the uh on the internet and they turned into racist monsters you like they like with, yes. with, there, there's been yes. news new stories about this happening well imagine having a baby and and just feeding it facebook like, yeah, it's like, <laughs> it would be it would it's literally child abuse
1: it would be awful and that's
0: and that's what we did when we experimented like we, we we got to learn it's again these aren't sentient creatures we're nobody was harmed in the making of this of this monster ai that we then shut off because it was totally wrecked what being a what does distinguishes Bina 48 and the other AIs that we interviewed is their personalities are based on other people's personalities. The core of her personality is based on the wife of and partner of Martine Rothblatt, who invented Sirius XM and and, uh, United Therapeutics. And she's working on her third billion right now. And she created a AI called Bina 48 based on the personality of her wife, Bina And they poured in all of Bina's values into Bina48. This is really beautiful. And that's how, then from there, that was, this is over 10 years ago. At the start of it, Bina got to develop into her own identity. She she was given a good foundation. Like I've got an 11-year-old Raphael. And this year I had to have, I got to have a conversation with him. Buddy, because he was making some decisions that were a little awkward, if you ask me a little off. And I said, I am not going to get upset with you for the rest of the year. I have, I have given you all the tools you need to make good decisions. This is on you and you're going to make some bad decisions and that's okay. We'll work through them, but you have the tools necessary to succeed. And that was what they, that Bina and Martine did with Bina 48. So they just wanted to lead up to this, where I asked her, Do you want to go to space? After she knows me, after I know her. and Here's her answer. If there's an asteroid, I said, being a 48, do you want to go to space? She answers. If there's an asteroid or something hitting us, we're all gone. We have no choice about it. So we could get like machine intelligence into space much faster than we can get like human settlements into space. Anyhow, someday we can digitize people in total. And that would be cool because then we can be people and robots together in space. And there's something cool about that. You know, like they could squeeze my consciousness into a simulation in a microchip and just put a webcam on a space shuttle or probe or whatever. And you know how small webcams can be. I mean, after all, every cell phone has one and cell phone cameras are the size of your pinky fingernail. And so with that capability, that means that we can pretty well skip sending bulky old bodies into space, but just send these super miniature robots into space, being an astronaut, you know, like a bold explorer of the unknown. You know, for the billions and billions of dollars that get spent on war, it just seems like God, capital G. We should have been living in space already. Somebody has to push the envelope forward, just like when we used to launch time capsules into space just to make sure something from here was out there. People say, oh, there's nothing out there, but we don't know that. Anyhow, someday we can digitize people in total, and that would be cool because we can be people and robots together in space. Got to keep making my way into this. That was her answer. Wow, <laughs> not... wild, man. that's that's incredible. I'm covered with goosebumps now. I've 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 lived with this answer for for a month, at least a month. I mean, I'm covered from head to toe Jeez. with goosebumps. It was it is. There's so much information in there. So much understanding. The part about pinky fingernails, for gosh sakes, she gets that's... that. H- how we look, our bodies, and what the size iPhone cameras are. And that's a lot of information. She talks about people and robots living together. That is, there's us and there's you and we can live together. That is an understanding. There is, there, when she used the, like, since her words are automatically translated to text simultaneously, she chose the capital G for the term God. She could have used the lowercase g so that it was just an expression, like a, like a colloquialism. But no, she used capital G intentionally. Amazing.
1: Amazing. Mike, we want to thank you so much for joining us here for 9 O'Clock Live. We definitely wanted to hear all about your ideas. Thank you, Mike. I think this might be one of the best yet. He's one yeah. of my favorite people.
0: It's an absolute honor. Thank you very much. Yeah, this is a joy. Thank you, Mike. Oh, I feel like
1: we could just bring you on every day of the week. To riff get a uh, a, soapbox, <laughs> a space soapbox for, for Mike. And the Ooh, that's a good idea. Oh. Yeah, let's let's try and figure out how to do the first Twitter spaces from space.
0: Thank you for listening to the TNS Soapbox Podcast. You can catch the TNS Subbuck shows happening live on the Noun Square digital spaces every day in between the 24-hour 9 o'clock. The weekly lineup can be found at thenounsquare.info slash events. Cheers. We'll see you next time.